Welcome to the We Serve podcast of Government Policy, Real Estate and You. I'm Liz Recchia, Government Affairs Director for the We Serve Association of Realtors, and this is your quick update for today. The Arizona State Legislature. The Arizona State Legislature adjourned sine die, completing this session on June 30th, 2021 at 4.54 p.m. One of the last pieces of legislation to be discussed was SB 1828, the Taxation Omnibus Bill. Two of the issues we serve watched were the flat tax discussions and the state revenue sharing with cities and towns discussion. WeServe has been concerned about the potential impact Proposition 208 will have on our members' income tax rates. The flat tax discussion was brought on by the passage of Proposition 208 because of the overall impact an additional 3.5% income tax would have on small business owners who frequently use the pass-through mechanism in their tax filings. With the passage of Prop 208, these and other business owners would be facing an increased income tax rate of 8% rather than the current 4.9%. As always in finances, the original flat tax discussions of 2.5% to 2.9% rates had another effect, lower state revenue sharing funds available to cities and towns. The state revenue sharing mechanism has been the core to city and town finances since the mid-1970s. For large cities, millions of dollars were at stake. For small cities and towns, their ability to provide basic services like trash, police, and fire was at stake. Large cities and cities with a booming economy had the capacity to make up most of the shortfall through increases in TPT, fees, and property taxes. But small cities and towns with limited economies did not. And since 85% to 90% of their budgets come from state revenue sharing, these small municipalities were going to have trouble providing basic services. We serve contacted Arizona Realtors Government Affairs to remind them of the relationship between state revenue funds and small city and town budgets. In the end, the flat tax and state revenue sharing became part of the same conversation. As a result, state revenue sharing will be increased from 15% to 18%, and we will have a two-tier income tax system for a couple of years before a final flat tax rate is imposed. You can read SB 1828 and more about the income tax bracket rates to come at www.weservegad.org. This wasn't the only piece of legislation that became law in this 59th legislative session. You can read Arizona's new laws from March 2021 at www.weservegad.org and watch for an upcoming update to the article with several new laws passed since March that affect you and your clients. The Declaration of Independence Yes, the Declaration of Independence was approved by Congress on July 4, 1776, but it wasn't until July 19, 1776, that Congress ordered the Declaration engrossed in its final version for signatures. The title was changed from A Declaration of the United States of America in General Congress Assembled to the Unanimous Declaration of the Thirteen United States of America. The preamble states, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, 
that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. It's a remarkable statement to open a remarkable document. I've posted three blog posts, starting with the one named The Declaration of Independence. You can find links to Richard Henry Lee's resolution, George Washington's announcement, James Madison's papers, and other collections at the Library of Congress in this post. The second blog post, Should America Declare Independence, remembers the arguments for and against independence, as well as the frustrations of John Adams. The third blog post, The Eaglet Has Hatched, discusses the fact we stated our grievances so all would know why we needed to leave Great Britain. If you haven't read the entire Declaration of Independence, haven't read the stated grievances, you really should. It's the basis of government power being given to government by the people, not the reverse. You will see a copy of Jefferson's rough draft and be able to access the final version at the National Archives. Local news. Cochise County. Cochise County has updated its Accessory Living Quarters Ordinance. It went into effect July 8th. Some of the requirements contained in the updated ALQ are no more than one kitchen per ALQ. The ALQ must be equal to or less than the height of the primary dwelling unit. Manufactured homes and mobile homes may be permitted in some zoning districts. There are other rules and application information. You can read the newly adopted ALQ at www.weservegad.org. Click on the blog, Updated Cochise County ALQ Ordinance. Tempe. Tempe updates its Parks and Recreation Master Plan. The City of Tempe has spent the past 18 months updating its Parks and Recreation Planning. You can find the blog post with links to maps of different project areas and the master plan at www.weservegad.org. We Serve member Dwayne Washakoviak is chair of the Tempe Parks Board and has been a part of this process for the entire 18 months. I encourage you to join your local board or commissions to help your city develop and maintain infrastructure and entertainment facilities to help create an enjoyable lifestyle for all the members of your community. Apache Junction. Apache Junction officially annexed 6,600 acres of former state-owned land, now owned by D.R. Horton, and slated for residential development. Since AJ has never had master plan communities, they are writing a whole new section in their land use development code to accommodate master planned communities. We Serve's Apache Junction Task Force sent initial comments to the city in early May. You can read more about the annexation, the proposed planned community, and read the We Serve letter at weservegad.org. Click on Local News. Historic Preservation Ordinances Several cities are updating their historic preservation ordinances. Some concentrate on historic buildings. Others concentrate on historic districts and still others will combine the two. This is the case with Mesa. They have designated historic districts and they have a method for single house or commercial buildings to apply for and receive Mesa historic building status. 
If you have clients who own historic properties or want to live and work in a historic district, then becoming familiar with that city or town's historic preservation ordinances should be done before purchasing the property. There are frequently rules on types of improvements that can be done or a specific way in which maintenance must be completed, including specifications on materials and colors. Your clients should be aware that historic status may limit some of their property rights, but it may also mean they live or work in a charming, unique area. As long as they make their choice with full knowledge of the restrictions, they will be better satisfied with their decision. Affordable housing. Affordable housing has a lot of different meanings for lots of different people. For some, it's another way of saying low-income housing. For others, it's a way of saying workforce housing. And for still others, it's simply an economic term referring to average income or median income. Whatever your point of view, it really comes down to what is the cost of land acquisition, the cost of construction, and what's the income level of the most likely buyer or renter. In order to help members and their clients understand some of the hard costs of construction leading to very large increases in pricing, I wrote a blog, The Multiple Prongs of Housing Affordability. That was written in June. It concentrates on the economic realities of the commodities market. When you realize that diesel and other fuels have gone up 79% in one year, and that there are several times from harvesting of natural resources to final product that diesel is used to transport, manufacture, and deliver these goods, you start to realize a 300% increase in final product cost isn't hard to understand. And then there's the cost of the natural resource, manufacturing, all the labor tiers, and finally a finished, delivered, usable product. Supply and demand are only part of the equation. In fact, our economy is a web. When one sector or multiple sectors slow down or shut down, the reverberations are long-term and ongoing for a long time. If you or your clients are trying to figure out why some housing has gone up as much as $100,000 per unit, this article may help you understand. GAD Events We serve hosted a training event for property managers and rental property owners in June with Luke Air Force Base. Members and others were trained on the Homes.mil website for uploading available rental properties so that Luke Air Force Base personnel can easily find rental properties. If you, a client or property owner, were not able to attend this training session, We Serve GAD has the training materials and will connect you with the Luke Air Force Base Housing Department. Just email or call me at WeServe. WeServe has an upcoming event at our Chandler office. The event is Apache Junction, Queen Creek, and Mesa. Imagine the future. This event is September 14th from 9 a.m. to 12 noon. We will be discussing this new economic region and its future impact on Maricopa County and Pinal County. Its impact on transportation for the region, water, jobs, and housing. Join us on September 14th along with panelists from Mesa, Apache Junction, Queen Creek, MAG, and others. You can go to www.weservegad.org. Click on Upcoming Events to learn more and to register. This will be an in-person event only. I'm Liz Recchia. Thanks for joining me today. And watch www.weservegad.org for more updates and GAD events. We Serve GAD, 
advocating for private property rights, the right to private contract, and your business. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.